Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to episode 17 of Luke 21 Radio. Uh, Today, we're winding up a series in 1 Thessalonians, and in a certain sense, uh, today's broadcast and the next couple ones following episode 17, we're going to be talking about Christian prophecy, but not the kind of biblical prophecy that's recorded in Scripture. I'm going to be talking about the charismatic gift of prophecy that Paul talks about in 1 Thessalonians 5. So let me start with that passage. St. Paul writes, do not quench the spirit, or other translations say, do not put out the spirit's fire. Do not despise prophesying, but test everything. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. In other words, St. Paul sees that one way to keep the church from becoming lukewarm, or even worse, spiritually cold, we need prophesying to keep the fire of our love for Christ first, front, and center in our lives. So ask ourselves, what, what is Christian prophecy and what are the Christian prophets? And I'm, again, I'm not talking about the prophets like Jeremiah and Isaiah recorded in Scripture, but I'm talking about the charismatic gift of prophecy which if you just glance at the book of Acts, it's all over the place, and a lot of missionary efforts and everything else were directed by uh, prophets. You find prophecy mentioned in the epistle of Paul to the Romans. He says, use this gift. He encourages the prophets to use their gift. In 1 Corinthians, St. Paul says, earnestly desire this gift of prophecy. In Ephesians, he says, this is a gift for the upbuilding of the church. And finally, the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, the entire book is a prophecy. St. John tells us this book of prophecy, and it's a word to the church that was growing lukewarm and cold. It was a word of the Spirit's fire to keep that love, that flame for Christ alive. So, We're going to talk, first of all, about recognizing a prophet, and I'm going to start with the prophet, Jesus Christ, prophet, priest, and king. Listen to what Jesus said in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6 and verse 4. He said, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own kin, and in his own house. In other words, the greatest prophet of all prophets— Jesus himself was unrecognized as a prophet. They said, isn't this the carpenter's son? Hey, we know this guy. Uh, He couldn't be a prophet because a prophet has to have something really unusual about him that we can observe. Here's one of my working definitions or at least working methods on how to recognize a prophet. Prophecy is an extraordinary gift working through ordinary people. You see, Jesus did work in a carpenter shop. He grew up as a young man in the Holy Family, 
and his neighbors didn't think a whole lot of unusual things about him. He couldn't be a prophet because he's ordinary. That's the point. God is capable of doing extraordinary things through ordinary people. You know, a lot of us may think that, oh, a prophet is kind of a loud, high-energy extrovert. And I'd like to tell you about a prophet in our own neighborhood, by our own neighborhood. I'm talking about in our own church, the Catholic Church. Can you think of a prophet, one who was an ordinary man, but God used in extraordinary ways to say certain things to the church? Now, I have had the eyes of Catholic charismatic leaders open very wide when I claimed that Pope Benedict XVI was a prophet in our midst. What? Isn't he just the intellectual pope? It's like saying of Jesus, isn't he the carpenter's son? He couldn't be a prophet. I'm going to be reading to you some things written by Pope Benedict. Actually, it was written when he was Cardinal Ratzinger, just before he was elected Pope. But let me remind you from the scriptures I mentioned to you last week from the book of Acts. In Acts 2, God says, I will pour out my spirit in the last days upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Yes, even young people. Yes, even um, intellectually oriented, perhaps introverted, classical music-loving popes can be prophets, because prophecy is an extraordinary gift working through ordinary people. And if some prophets put on this real kind of uh, appearance of being some kind of extraordinary person, I'm talking about external appearance, your radar defenses for discernment should go up rather rapidly because we're looking at ordinary people that God is working through, not people who portray themselves as extraordinary people. I purchased a book, and don't run out and buy this because you're probably going to be really bored by it, but there is a book entitled Christian Prophecy, which was a PhD thesis done by, I believe it was a Swedish Catholic scholar, and tracing the whole history of prophecy within the Catholic Church, and I'm talking about the charismatic gift of prophecy and how to test prophecy, just like 1 Thessalonians 5 says, which we opened the show with. And I was honestly stunned. I opened this book, and who wrote the foreword? Cardinal Ratzinger. And honestly, uh, I've been following this subject for um, multiple decades, and when I read that, I knew immediately that only one who was living what he was writing about, some of these insights I'm going to be sharing with you from Cardinal Ratzinger, now known as Pope Benedict XVI, Emeritus. Only a prophet would write this. But here it goes. Start off with, what is a prophet? Listen carefully. A prophet is not a soothsayer. The essential element of the prophet is not the prediction of future events. That's what most people think prophecy is about. Here it is. The prophet is someone who tells the truth, and I want to underscore this some way to get it across the airwaves. The prophet is someone who tells the truth on the strength of his contact 
with God. That's the key to prophecy, telling the truth on the strength of your contact with God. And so then this truth of God, present at this moment, obviously points us in the right direction for the future, but that's a byproduct of having this present moment contact with God, the God of truth. And the awakening of the truth points us in a direction to do what to do for the future and perhaps warnings about the future. But again, it's not soothsaying about the future. Now, the second thing I'd like to share with you from this forward from Cardinal Ratzinger is that the root of the prophetic, and again, this is where I knew Pope Benedict is a prophet, and you say, no, no, he, he's kind of a quiet guy. <laughs> if people could miss Jesus being a prophet, believe me, thousands of Catholics, including charismatic leaders, could miss Pope Benedict as a prophet. Listen to what he says here. This, this finished it for me as far as uh, I don't have the slightest doubt that Pope Benedict is a prophet. What's the key to prophecy? Well, he takes us back to Moses in Deuteronomy, who says there is going to be a prophet like me in the future. But what, what was the key to Moses being a prophet? In other words, Moses was prefiguring uh, the, pro- the prophet role of Christ, and Moses himself was a prophet. So what was the key to Moses being a prophet? Here's what Cardinal Ratzinger says. He spoke with God as a friend. I tend to see the root of the prophetic element in that face-to-face with God. Only by virtue of this direct encounter with God may the prophet speak in moments of time. (laughs) Wow. Just in case you want to get a recording of this episode, you know, there's a lot of phony baloney stuff about prophecy. That right there is so key. And I'd like to just connect with you. This is episode 17 of Luke 21 Radio. I just completed an episode for my companion radio show, Faith and Family, in episode 163. In that episode, I share with you, mom and dad, how you yourselves as well as your children can be friends of God. And the key to being friends with God is this close contact with God where God speaks face to face. That's the root of the prophetic. Now, I think it was last time I mentioned to you the theological viewpoint called cessationism. It basically means that these charismatic gifts ceased with the death of the last apostle in the first century. Well, it seems that Cardinal Ratzinger, again, Pope Benedict XVI, is not a cessationist. Here's what he says, and this is a pretty long word. I believe that the pneumatological Christology of Jesus— now, that's a big word. Pneumatology in Greek, pneumatos is the Greek word for spirit. Pneumatology is the study of the Holy Spirit. And he's saying the aspect of studying Jesus through the companion role of the Holy Spirit, he says that Jesus coming in his first coming in the flesh was just a first step. The real coming is no longer bound by uh, 
you know, his life in the body. But when he comes to all of us in the spirit, it says the entire church, which is the time when Christ comes to us in the spirit, which is determined by this very pneumatological Christology, the prophetic element. In other words, the entire period of the church is the time where Christ comes to us in the spirit and part of his coming to us in the spirit, the entire life of the church, Pope Benedict says, is this prophetic element. And so it doesn't say that uh, it's going to end with the death of the last apostle. Um, next time, I'm going to be mentioning to you um, what a prophet will say and what a false prophet will say. But let me just mention the closing remarks of Cardinal Ratzinger in his foreword to this book on Christian prophecy. Through charisms, that's gifts of the Holy Spirit, God reserves for himself the right to intervene directly in the church to awaken, to warn, to promote it, and to sanctify it. I believe that this prophetic charismatic history traverses the whole time of the church. It is always there especially at the most crucial times of transition. Let me ask you, dear listener, are we at a crucial moment of transition in the history of the church, the world, our country? If we are, we need that direct intervention, the gift of prophecy today. I'm Steve Wood, your host. You've been listening to episode 17 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. To learn more about biblical prophecy and to order copies of Luke 21 broadcasts, visit us online at luke21.com.